Biz Women Rock, episode 166. Welcome to the Biz Women Rock Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Kremitzos. This podcast was created so that you would have direct access to the true stories of what it's like being a businesswoman, the real true journey of very savvy, very smart businesswomen. If you love these stories, then make sure you go to bizwomenrock.com and opt in so that you can get updated on all the latest podcast interviews, as well as how you can become a more active part of the whole Biz Women Rock community, which kind of rocks. So go to bizwomenrock.com. I'm here with Jessica Lalau, the Director of Marketing and Communications and Social Media and everything super awesome over at Postcard Mania. Uh, Jessica, we had discussed before about mailing lists and about how there are brokers out there. And when you're looking for brokers who can help you get a quality mailing list, you should actually look for brokers who will actually guarantee that mailing list. So does Postcard Mania, as a broker, do you guys actually guarantee anything? Yes, we definitely do. We guarantee a 90% deliverability, which means that we guarantee 90% of what you send out in the mail will reach its destination. And then we totally refund anything returned back to you or the USPS that is over that other 10%. Um, So another thing to keep in mind when you are selecting your mailing list broker is basically that you want to make sure somebody does a lot of business with their compilers, which means that they have a good relationship their prices are going to be lower via bulk discounts, you know, kind of think like Walmart, um, if I'm going to mention the dreaded Walmart. But basically, um, a good mailing list broker will give you good prices based on having a good relationship with the compiler. And we order about 120 lists per month or wow. per week. Yeah, so per it's a week? lot. Per week, yeah. Wow, holy cow. That's a lot. Yeah. So you guys kind of, you guys are kind of a big deal. <laughs> uh, I don't want to say that, you know. I don't want to say I'm the director of super awesome stuff either, but you said it already. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to be able to, what do you, you're doing something special for the Biz Women Rock community. What is that? Yeah, we totally want to help you guys understand who's in your target market, how many people you can mail to based on your demographics and your ideal customer. So what we want to do is put together a free mailing list count for your listeners using the promo code BIZWOMENLIST, and they can just call in and, you know, tell us what they need, who it is they're targeting, and we can tell them how many of those people are in their area or the area they want to mail to. Oh, fantastic. So make sure to call 1-800-628-1804. And make sure to mention the code BizWomenLists, that's plural, uh, 1-800-628-1804. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Katie. Heba Ahmed Malki is my guest today, and she owns a construction company called Domilia Group that is located in Canada. Um Here's the reason why Heba is on the show today is because she took a company that her husband ran um, for many years, and and her husband is the construction guy. He is the one in there doing all the the build-outs, all of that stuff, and she basically took that company over and now has run it for the past five years 
with amazing results. So I wanted to get into her head and figure out what she's done differently, what she instituted, how she's out there marketing, um, and what's actually producing such tremendous results. And she did let me know that um, as of this recording, which is February 2015, she has already hit her numbers, her revenue numbers from 2014. We are two months in. So this girl is doing something right and I wanted to make sure to share it with you. So let's get going with Heba. Heba, what's going on, girl? Thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored and appreciate it. You are coming from very, very, very cold Canada right now. Yes. And I really, you have the um, steering wheel heater on in your car, which I um, I am embarrassed to admit I didn't even know what the heck that was. So I know all of you, everyone listening in cold weather right now is like rolling their eyes at me, but you're warm. That's all that matters right now. So I'm so happy that you're here. So excited to talk about Demilia Group um, because I think it's, it's just such a cool business. And, you know, I had told you before, Heba, that I love having women on here who represent just a huge variety of industries. And um, so yours is definitely a unique industry. So I want to talk about that. Can you talk a little bit about um, what, how the business existed before you came into it so we can kind of get set up here? Yeah, definitely. My husband um, grew up as a contractor. Uh, His dad was a builder. So he was one of those kids that always went out to help his dad. So he has a lot of experience in this. And um, before the company was Demilia Group, uh, it was Xterra Home Renovations, and I. It was a hard market to sell to women. I lost my job. Um, I was an executive assistant at um, a company for financial, so I knew how to do all the background. And in the day that I got laid off, he was so excited. <laughs> he went out and bought me a MacBook Pro. And he went out and got me a new phone and all the office supplies that I needed. He just took me shopping and he's like, handed me everything and said, run it. So for a year, I was running it as Xterra and I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. It was very hard because everybody thought, oh, you do exterior. It was hard to explain to them, no, I do only interior. And it's just like, this is not what I do. So I came to a decision saying that, you know what, I'm done with Xterra. I'm renaming the company. And uh, we're going ahead with moving it. And the way the name came uh, to thought to uh, came around was I was actually in the car with my children, taking them to their um, sporting activities that they're involved in, many of them. And I was like, stop fighting. And my son is Adam and my daughter is Amelia. And um, his nickname, my son's nickname is Duma. So I was like, Duma, Amelia, stop. My kids looked at me and they said, Mom, that's a great name. You should name it Demilia. So, of course, what you do is you run home and you Google what Demilia means. And it came up to be reference to a beautiful home. Wow. And I said, you know what? I know. And I was like, that is it. It was an Italian word, apparently. And I was just like, okay, that's it. That's the company's name. And then from there, I just took over and uh, did everything that... I wanted to do to market the company in a different way. Okay. I'm going to jump in here for a second because you said something very critical, which is from then I just took over. Seeing as though that this was your husband's business beforehand, and now he said, yes, I want you to come in to kind of run the back office. 
what was the dynamic that was happening between the two of you now that you were really taking this very forward-thinking, visionary, I'm going to do this with the company role? How did that work out between the two of you guys? Well, it was, um, he does all the work, the physical changing and transforming people's homes. Okay. And I did everything else. I believe in customer service, and so does he 110%, that communication is key to any business with your clients. So that was my biggest forte. Like, how are we going to be the end-all and be-all? And the one thing that everybody... Um, has a hard time with contractors or builders is that there isn't enough communication going on. So I basically said, emails come to me, um, calendars I'll do, I will schedule your appointments, I will uh, basically go out and market your company, I will network for you, I'll do everything, I just need your work to stay as on par as possible, and it's Beautiful transformations as always. So that's what makes us different than a lot of people, and that's how I took over. So he, but he's totally on board for everything. And I'm, I'm only pushing this because I work with my husband (laughs) and I had a very similar story, whereas he kind of had started the company and then it was a couple months later that I came in and did a lot of the back office stuff. And, you know, if I just had said, Hey, we're changing this and we're doing this, I would have got a hell of a lot of pushback. So, I mean, did your, did he, was he totally on board with it? Like he just wanted you to run it or was he like, because he had done this for years before, did he have any pushback that where he was like, no, you know, we have we have this established name. Uh, no, we don't, you know, we don't want to move this direction. Or was he totally on board? He was pushing at first where he was like, uh, no, we can't do this. And then I, I came in with my logic and I said, you know, you're target marketing. Xterra is a very manly, heavy name. I'm like, you're targeting the wrong people because it's, no matter what in a relationship, it's the women say what the decor is or what they want to revamp or how they want to revamp a beautiful kitchen or a basement or a bathroom. It's, they have a huge input on it. Yeah. So I said, your, your name is harsh. It's very manly. And that's why it's, it's hard to push the company to women. And I network a lot with women and he basically said, okay, give it a try. See what you're doing. Are you sure you're okay doing this? And I promised him that nothing would change. We're still the same people. It's just the name changed. And from there, the sky was the limit. It has been an absolute amazing transformation. And till today, he says, I'm so glad that I gave in to this one thing that I said that, uh, that I wanted to do was to change the name. Yeah, that's great. That's really awesome. So I, I do want to know, I'm curious about, um, you know, because the business did go through this massive transformation and you saw results from it right away. I really want to get into what those things were that you instituted. So yes, you changed the name, you changed the brand. So now you had something different to go go out and talk about. And um, But what were some of those other realistic things that you actually instituted in the company that, that assured that something different was happening, that, you know, people were having a great experience and that more people were coming into your business? Well, a lot of it was uh, getting customer feedback, um, speaking to the clients, um, taking pictures, made a huge difference of showcasing them. And they got excited about that um, on our website, doing little videos of clips of pictures that we did, um, 
pushing social media to tenfold. Um, it's amazing that people say, ah, it's only social media, but a lot of businesses, a lot of, sorry, business does come from um, the social media aspect. It does come from our website, revamping everything and really hitting it with the 21st century kind of uh, technology has changed it. Like, be specific about that. Like, what specifically about have you changed on your website that you saw, like, that you kind of brought up to date that you see real great results from? Well, the look and feel makes it very friendly. Um, The conversation that we have on the website, the writing of it is us speaking to our clients from the heart of, you know, we will have an open dialogue with you. When we we guarantee start dates and we guarantee finish dates, Um, just those minor things have really upped it. Also, SEO and marketing and, um, you know, uh, changing the colors of, of, of your logo does so much because people um, people connect with colors a little bit more. Right. Um, before, our colors were orange, black, and white, which felt very construction. It was meant for what it is. But, you know, when you have a beautiful green and white and black, it just it just changes it. Like I, I and the name too, just Demelia, like that's kinda cool. Is oh everybody always asks, Where did you come up with that name? Love it. And you know, just the background end of having a company that is fantastic that does all my websites, all my um um social media stuff and all the SEO and mar- really target marketing uh, the areas that I wanna work in as well. So we've become very specific. We want to work in um, two regions or three regions that are, one, close to us, and two, um, being there, getting new licenses and um, being very certified and insured. Those are all things that helped our business and showing it on paper that, hey, this is what we do, this is what we have, it made a huge difference. Right. Now, I mean, you prior had been this executive assistant, and now all of a sudden you're really leading this company. Had you had, did you have moments of hiccups where you were like, I don't know what the heck I'm doing, but I just feel like I need to do it? Like moments of self-doubt because you technically, you know, I, I hear this from so many women, which is why I'm asking, like you weren't technically trained in business. Like, you know, you didn't have an MBA, you didn't. Um, you know, you hadn't run a business before. Like, did did you have moments of self doubt where you were like, I don't know if this is really the right thing to do? And if you did, what did you do in those moments? I still do. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly still do. Um, I we discuss everything. Um, so my husband and I have an agreement that between certain hours, we're not husband and wife. We are partners, and um, we've been very diligent at saying this is how things are going to work this is what we have to do um this is what we're going to do to be successful uh we don't take offense to anything the other person says uh especially when there's heated moments and like you know i agree on one thing and he'll agree on something else and we don't see eye to eye so we just you move along with what you can and you discuss and uh, decisions together and we make up sheets of yes and no and why it would be a positive change to do something and from there we just keep going um, every day just you know we have conversations or we talk at least seven eight nine times a day and um, 
we discuss every decision that we're going to do together. Right. And he respects my decisions, and I respect all of his decisions. Okay, but what does it really look like when you guys have a heated battle over something? Because that's got to happen. There's, there's got to be times when you're like, I, <laughs> yeah, don't be, don't be telling me it's all like pretty roses. I work with my husband. I get it. What, what happened in those moments when you're like, no, this is the way that I believe that it should go, and he's like, no, I disagree. It should go this way. What do you guys? What's your protocol for that? Compromise. What is it? I. It's compromise. I will give in sometimes to what he says, and he gives in. And sometimes we both say, you know what, the opposite person was right or not right. And then slowly just, you know, you convince slowly, and you um, build a case to why it would be better to do what you think than rather than what he thinks. So there's a lot of compromising. There's a lot of, like, but I really think this is what you want to do. And we, we always have battles, and we always, but it's a healthy, clean battle of saying, you know, I, I, I want you to hire, like, five more guys and start doing two jobs at the same time. And he'll say no, because I want to give each and every client my undivided attention. I want to be at that house making sure that everything is right. I like getting my hands dirty. I don't want to drive from job site to job site to see oversee what the other group is doing so so it's compromising well and that brings up a really interesting question that i have is what are your plans for scaling because as much as you've grown and you were just telling me by the way before we got on that your revenues that we're talking on on february 20th right now of 2015 and you've already told me that you've surpassed your revenues already from the, from last year. So you you guys are on a huge growth curve right now. And um, what what are your plans to scale out? If you, I mean, how do you balance the we're this very boutique? We put tons of time and and energy and love into these re- these construction projects versus okay, now you actually have to duplicate this and and do more of it. What how do you guys come to an agreement about that? Or what what's your big plan for actually scaling out and keeping the very high quality, high touch type feeling for your customers? Um, right now, we're looking at uh, in the sense of growth because we are going growing rapidly. Um, we're actually going to be hiring a few more guys to join our team, so the jobs are getting done just as efficient, just as they're bigger scale jobs. So we're we want to grow our team to meet those job guidelines and deadlines and everything else that comes in with every job. And um, we're just taking it one day at a time. It's basically just how can we how can we grow by hiring the right people in our team, and then hopefully eventually he'll see what I'm saying and start developing two jobs, and I can start managing as well, helping him to go to job sites and um, being on job sites and making sure everything is done to what Amelia Group promises our clients. Right. Now, let's talk a little bit about your team. So currently, you have um, you have five employees on your team, and you work with a handful of different contractors as well. What is your leader, leadership style? Like, how how do you ensure that everyone's on the same page, that everyone's has the same vision for the company, everyone's getting their things done? Like, how do you manage your team? Well, I have to say that we are so blessed that we have an amazing team that works with us. And we've built relationships over the years with um, various um, 
insulation dies or various um, dies that will lay down the hardwood for us or, you know, while we're doing the bathroom on do- on the site. So Rashida's always on job site unless he's out to go get materials. But other than that, he is there working from 8 till 6, 7, sometimes 10, 11 o'clock at night to make sure deadlines are um, are met. And um, if ever that somebody can't make it, he knows how to do it. So it wouldn't be a problem that he could step into those roles as um, one of the directors or the managers or whatever the case may be, the owner. He steps into whatever role he has to. He'll pick up a broom and sweep if he has to. It doesn't matter what it is. He is there and he treats his guys um, as if they're his brothers. They laugh and they joke and they, they like, he'll come home and tell me all the giggle stories that happened during the day and it's hilarious. I'm like, you're having so much fun and I'm by myself <laughs> running around doing stuff and, you know, it's crazy, but it's, they have a great dynamic. Guys work well together. There's no drama. They're just there to do their work and meet whatever deadline. Right. Now, how are you spending your day? What does your typical day look like? Well, um, typical day would be, uh, right now I'm actually going to um, meet some clients. We're going to get some tile samples, uh, put things together for them to see um, if it matches. They're second doubting themselves, so I'm there for them. Um, and then I have a networking meeting right after, and then picking up the kids, going to jiu-jitsu, and then becoming a mom at about 6.30-ish. So it's, it's always crazy, but it's uh, fun crazy. I absolutely love it. Um, I would never give up this world for anything. Mm. So you mentioned networking. T- tell me a little bit about where networking works into the growth of your business. Like how has, how has going out and being a part of different networking groups helped to establish your brand? How has it actually brought in business uh, to you? Um, it's funny because I don't go out and say, okay, you, you have to use my services to anybody. The first thing I, I educate a lot of my customers and a lot of my people or my friends that I've met through networking. Um, I explain to them, they may, they don't always choose us and I'm okay with that. But I always say, make sure you look out for these things and look out for these things. These things should be done with your renovations and you have to get the permits and this is what you need to do at the city. So always offering like, you know, feedback and information and educating people, it seems to be the most appreciated thing out there and people refer us that way. Um, you know, they see that I've built a no like and trust with them. So they know that I'm not going to um, disappoint them or let their name um, be embarrassed because they referred us to a friend or a family. Right, right. Um, how about what's one of the biggest challenges that you've had along this way? I mean, I, I, it's awesome. And it, I know that you've done so much to really turn this company around and to really grow it tremendously. What's one of the, bi- what's one of the biggest like challenging moments that you've had and what have you done? Um, it would be um, putting in systems together to when from the start of when an email comes in or a client call comes in to ending the project. So we now have just uh, basically put in a beautiful system and it works so amazingly that we will, from email comes in, we have things that we just write it, 
that is a template that's automatically we've done and you know we just copy paste it add the date in there and say okay thank you so much when can we meet um bookings for jobs that way have been coming a little bit uh easier as well um because it's not a lot of going back and forth i explain everything to them in just one introduction email and then from after that it's um, our quoting system has completely changed so that it shows everything in detail so they see what's going on. Um, and then when we're finalizing a job, sending out a survey, sending out, um, having a conversation with them, asking for them to go on various websites. Uh, again, an email template gets sent out to them saying, you know, I'd really appreciate if you can put your review, your honest remarks on these websites because it'll help my business grow. It'll help spread the word for us. And uh, a thank you system at the end, and thank you system for referrals, and just everything that you can possibly do to get connected and stay connected with people. What's um? And once in a while, say that again. Sorry, and once in a while, you know, randomly picking one of my clients and just sending out a beautiful card to say, "Hey, just thinking about you," and just using, just saying, like, you know, we're wondering how's everything going with so and so. And it's funny because every time I've done a random act of kindness to one of my clients, they'll call us and say, you know what, we're really thinking about that kitchen and you were on the back of our head and, like, you know, we want to talk to you about it. Can you come over and see us? <laughs> so it works. <laughs> well, you just... It you're, does work. You're keeping, you're keeping top of mind. You're making sure that you keep top of mind for people. So, and I mean, all of that that you just explained did not happen overnight. So I would imagine that there's just a lot of iterations. There's a lot of trials and errors and a lot of times that you were, you know, trying to figure out how to systemize all of this, how to make it more efficient. And it sounds like it's it's really come to a point where it really works for you guys now. Absolutely. Absolutely. This thank you system has honestly been our biggest um, help because it keeps all of our contacts, our, our, our birthdays, our dates, our their anniversaries, their kids' names into one system that we use that has been just uh, unbelievable. It has grown. Our, I think that was probably the one thing that we recently just changed and added to us that has just exploded. Wow. Do you have, what's the, uh, like, what's the mathematics behind how you choose what client is getting that, you know, thank you letter or just, hey, checking in with you type of a letter? Do you have one or you literally, Uh, like, just pick somebody every day? I randomly pick somebody at least once a week. Got it. Man, that's so, and I just think that that's so smart because it is, it's, uh, it's a very genuine reach out, but, you know, you're doing it very systematically and it garners results, which is great. Um, so my question is, you mentioned before, obviously, like how varied your day can be as far as what your roles are. How do you, how do you manage, uh, entrepreneur, wife, mother, you know, taxi driver to all the kids, uh, sports? I mean, how, you know, um, you know, customer service diva, like how, what personal habits do you have that help you manage all of that? Um, never wasting a time, like a moment. Um, I have a couple of nights that I just veg out and I'm watching TV and it's literally for an hour to two hours that I just need to get away and go into life of a television show. 
and um, keeping consistent habits of making sure that all my to-dos are done on a daily basis. Um, before I go to sleep, I make my to-do list for the next day and just checking off everything. I love seeing that paper checked off and I put it in the garbage. <laughs> how, I how, love how many that. times throughout the week do you actually get to put that in the garbage? Like how many days do you actually get it all done? I try to be at least every other day, my lists are done. Wow. I know that every day to say that is impossible, but I I basically am up at 6.30 with the kids, getting them ready and off to school, and then um, from basically, I'm up till, oh my goodness, maybe 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, I get my stuff done, I answer my emails, I have a color-coded system in my emails for like reds or my urgent stuff that, that I have to answer right away. My oranges are follow-ups. Like, I have different colors that I've systematically put in place that I've memorized that I will take care of um, every day. And then the not-so-urgent stuff that I can answer a little bit later are different colors, and then just keep going from there. I And I don't sleep until my lists are done. At least every other day, I'll sit down and finish that list. That's a great, I love the color coding system. That's a great idea. Hannah, yeah, I'm very colorful. I love colors. <laughs> I want to conclude this conversation by asking you how you think you've evolved as a businesswoman over these years. Um, it's funny. That's actually a great question. I have a lot of women that I network with and friends that will come to me and say, listen, I'm having issues. And I'm so honored that they come to me and say, well, what do you think? I'm, tr- I'm thinking about marketing this way or I'm thinking about doing this way. I've become not tooting my own horn at all, but I've become someone that's trusted in the community. I've become someone that you can go to and just talk to and bounce ideas off of. Um, I've, be- I've, I feel that I'm a leader and like when my parents hear what I'm doing or what I'm thinking and, you know, the different businesses that I'm planning on putting my fingers on and evolving it with and around Demilia Group to really make it explode. They just can't believe that, you know, someone that wanted to be um, a social worker when she grew up and turned into a nail tech and then went to finances because that's what she liked. Like, you know, I just I changed. And then now to find my true passion and my true love has been an extreme blessing that I, I can't explain how it evolved. It just it just happens. I go by my gut, and I go by trusting um, what my other half has to say about everything, and I'm grateful for everything that I have. Mm. Well, Hedda, I really am so grateful that you were here on the show and got to share your journey with us and really dig into a lot of the hows of how you make it all work. So you've built a tremendous company, and I have no doubt it's just going to continue to explode. So big congratulations to you, and thank you for being here. I'm so honored. Thank you so much. Okay, here were just a few of the takeaways that I thought were super brilliant that Heba brought up. Um, The first is that she knew who her target market was, um, and that's why she completely rebranded. You know, she kind of mentioned this as the fact that, you know, women are the ones making the major decisions about any home remodeling and reconstruction, and her brand at the time, the old brand, wasn't really connecting with them. So she made a very clear decision to be able to market to to that target market 
um, and do it effectively. So I thought that was brilliant. And um, and then I loved her uh, how she prioritizes her day. Every single day at the end of the day, she creates her to-do list and holy cow, every other day she's actually accomplishing it, which means that she, you know, she's got this whole color coordinated pattern on what needs to happen first. And uh, anyway, I just thought that was brilliant and a really great way to just make sure you're getting stuff done. So Heba, thank you for sharing all those things. What did you get out of it? I would love to hear. Make sure to go to bizwomenrock.com and uh, go check out Heba's interview there and uh, put in the comments about what you really liked, what really stuck for you. That'd be great. All right, I will see you on the next episode.